How many times have you sat down to work on something and then gotten distracted by that big pile of laundry sitting next to you? Or maybe you've gotten all the way to dinner time and realized you don't have the ingredients to make supper. Having to stop and handle your personal business throughout the week will actually wreck your productivity and keep you from getting as much done in your job. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how you can leverage your weekends to be more productive during the week. Welcome to Empowering Productivity, the podcast that empowers you to break the mental chains that keep you from producing. Here are your hosts, Keely and Austin Reason. So when I first started working from home, I crammed in a little bit of work everywhere I could fit it. It's how I had to do it. Um, I didn't have childcare. We were homeschooling all these things. That meant I worked at night after I put the kids to bed, after dinner, during lunch, on the weekends, on vacation, in the bathroom. I mean, you name it, I was working there. <laughs> ah, smartphones. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, before smartphones, I actually was to just sit on the counter with it while I was like potty training and stuff. So mm. I just worked from anywhere. So working on your own schedule is great, except for when you didn't really plan <laughs> and that kind of backfires on you. I mean, it's already hard enough when you work outside of your home to get distracted by like emails and phone calls or whatever this personal business, but right. like working from home, it's totally different. Yeah, when you're sitting right in it, uh, it's kind of the, the double-edged sword that we always talk about with working for yourself and working on your own schedule and working from anywhere. It means you can work from anywhere and you can anytime. work anytime. Anytime, yeah. So you have, to, you have to be careful about that. And one of the things that we did uh, about two years ago is that we started getting – about three years ago, we started getting tired oh, of yeah. working just all the time, nonstop. If there's a moment. You know, there was a transition, I think, that happened. Yeah. Because, see, the kids didn't need as much help. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I didn't transition. Nope. Like, I was just still working every minute of the day. Yeah. And and I was transitioning away from working outside of the home to working in the home and, and being more involved in R5 and, and those kinds of things. And so we got to where we were getting tired. I, I remember both of us at different times, like saying the phrase, I'm tired of working all weekend. I'm tired of working all night or whatever it was. Like I, I want some weekends back. I want some free time again. And so we got a little bit more disciplined about uh, taking off the weekends more often than not. You know, speaking of transitions, there was a, a transition into that where now a couple of years down the road, I'd say most weekends we're we're not working on the business. Things come up, things happen. You know, I even want to work on the weekends sometimes, and I simply cannot make it happen. On the weekends where I'm like, I really do need to do a little extra this week because all this stuff maybe happened during the week, and I we just different can't make people. it happen. We are different, different people. Uh -huh. I get to the weekend and I'm like, no, I don't even want to. <laughs> Usually it's because we had like a lot of extra things that kept me from working yeah. during the week. And yeah. there is, there does have to be a little bit of swap out of time at times. Yeah, it does. And, and sometimes you just have to say, even if you, like, I'll, I'll admit there are times where I'm like, man, I've got a really good idea for that one web page I was working on. It's no, you're, you know, like you're out and about with your kids or you're at the grocery store or whatever, like knock it off and just don't, don't be on the clock right now. And so one of the, one of the things that we did to make the weekends uh, be a, a weekend, be it be a separate time in the week, is that we started kind of using them to prepare for the week and to get ready for the upcoming week uh, so that 
when we were, you know, when we get there, we're organized, we're ready to go, we've got things in place so that we can have that downtime. So that our, our evenings can be ours again, our weekends can be ours again. And again, I'd say, I'd say we've gotten real good about weekends. And we're getting better about evenings. Like <laughs> evenings, there's there's still some bleed over. Sometimes I still you, pretty much work all day Monday. Uh, oh, oh, Monday, forget about it. Yeah, but there's still days where at 7 p.m. you and I both lift our heads up from the laptop and go, what's for dinner? <laughs> like, yeah, what's happening? What tough. day is it? What time is it? So we decided to talk this week about a few things that can help you to, to sort of leverage your weekend to set up your work week so that during the week, you're, you're being more productive as you go along. So one of the things that helped out a lot with this was meal planning and grocery shopping. And I would say this was kind of like two things that, you know, happened separately over time. They kind of, they kind of, we realized that they were really working well together. And, um, I think the meal planning was kind of, kind of my thing, right? Cause I'm, I'm the, I'm the schedule planning, put yeah. it on a, put it on a calendar, put it on a spreadsheet, you know, kind of guy. And I, I literally, you know, uh, we haven't used it in a while, but I used to have a, you know, like an Excel spreadsheet or something where we would literally map out, I, I think the month, we would map out a whole month at a time. Now it's up to me though. So I just write it on the calendar. Right. <laughs> it's, it's on the old, uh, the, the old paper calendar on the fridge. And so one way that, um, that we found, like I said, you know, sometimes you, you pick your head up at 7 PM and go, Oh my gosh, do we even have rice, you know, or whatever it is. So what if you're supposed to eat tonight, right, right. And, uh, so Keely's consistent answer to me or the kids is it's on the calendar. Look on, on the calendar, calendar cuz it's there. There's you a meal plan. Ask for it. It's on the calendar. Right. Well, I will tell you when before I started working full time like this, I personally like to eat based off of whatever I felt like eating in a day and so I never wanted to have a meal plan. Right. But there is something to be said about having a meal plan for the week cuz there are nights where I don't want to eat burgers on Tuesday. But there is something else on the menu that I would want to eat. But we have it in the house. So if I wanted to change that around or we needed to call an audible throughout the week, we can do that. Sure. The issue is if you don't have the food in yeah. your house in yeah. which to do that. Right. And that's that's where the planning bit comes in. And so it it does a couple of things. Because, uh, for example, Keely does most of our cooking. She's way better at it than me. Um, most of what I, I know about cooking beyond you know grilled cheese and tomato soup is from her. <laughs> and one of the things that has happened in, in the last few years is when we, when we have that moment where I, a lot of times I notice it where we're both plugging away and I realize you have a full head of steam. You have no thought towards anything other than this project that you're working on. And I'll go, I'll get to a stopping point and go, nah, I'm a little hungry. And then I go, oh no. And so I'll say, Hey babe, like what's the dinner plan or whatever. And go make it happen. Now, because right. there was the dinner plan, I'm able to just pick it up and run with it rather than at five o'clock or at six o'clock or whatever time we all you know took a deep breath, all of a sudden going, well, now I need to come up with a plan. Instead, it's go to the fridge, like look on the calendar. Okay, here's the thing. I know how that thing goes. You know, like I know that our, our I know our typical side items with that kind of chicken or whatever. Right. And I can get it all out of the fridge and get the kids together. We can, we can make it happen and you can keep plugging away or vice versa. I can say, babe, I, I'm rocking and rolling right now. Like, just like call me when the food is on the table. <laughs> it's like, I'm not stopping until then. But having that plan in place is a, is a, is a huge help for that. And then doing the grocery shopping, um, we, we, I feel like we used to do more like just go grab stuff type of grocery shopping. And we, we kind of got better about 
shopping for either a whole month or sometimes just a whole, you know, just a week at a time. Um, maybe that's the transition is we used to have to shop a month at a time because we were in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And then you're constantly running out of stuff or want yeah. things. But when you do a weekly trip, it, it, we're not running out of stuff like we used to. Right. But we're a lot closer than we used to be. I mean, it used to be 30 minutes to get to the grocery store. Right. And uh, so it kind of became like an all day event. And now we're able to do a week at a time and make the week plans and then make sure we had all the stuff for that in the house. And um, we tend to do that on Saturdays. Sometimes it bleeds into Sunday afternoon, but a lot of times we plan that, you know, kind of early in the day, Saturday. So we just kind of knock that out. So we've kind of developed this, this rhythm over the weekends and our kids are part of it too. Like even down to Master Closet Studios, our, our podcasting network <laughs> is like on the schedule now. So um, what, what are some other things that we're, that we're doing with our weekends to get set up for the week? Well, something that we've really, that I've worked on is getting caught up on housework. Mm-hmm. So it really does help that there are, that the kids do work throughout the week. And we've always been very disciplined at having them do chores. Right. Um, they help us keep the laundry and dishes down, which is like the biggest issue. But then there's just that other stuff that you have to do. And this has always changed for me. There have been times where I have tried to like shove the cleaning in to my schedule mm-hmm. throughout the days. Right. But I will tell you that when I get on a roll with it, it's so hard to stop. <laughs> Right. And if I will, if I come out of the door in the morning out of my bedroom and the whole house is a mess, I will literally clean that house until it's clean. So we try to, we try to really keep the house. I'm just going to clean these dishes off of this counter and oh, well, the dishwasher is full. So I I need to empty the dishwasher. Oh, the counter is dirty. So I got to clean the counter so I can unload the clean dishes. Then I got to load the, and I knocked stuff in the floor. I might might as well sweep. And it's just, it just goes and goes and goes. It does balloon. Oh my gosh. So it's so important to get caught up on the weekends. And if we go into my, like if by Sunday evening the house is not clean, I start kind of panicking for the week. <laughs> like yeah. we are already behind. And so one thing that's helped with us, and we're you know we're we're giving you the thing that has worked for our family of five and in our context, you know. So to take it and make it your own. But what's worked really well for us is we have the the kids each day have a chore that they have to do. And, you know, so th- on this day, this one does dishes and this one cleans the bathtub and this one vacuums or whatever. And we have those spread out throughout the week so that things that need to get done more than once a week are getting done more than once a week. They each have a laundry day so that because we used to try and do a laundry day for the family and realized it did not work it because it's too, too much, much to do in one day. And then, and then we just said, do your laundry. And then we realized they were, they would all try and do it on the same day. So now we have it spread out. And, um, what I, what I, I don't know that we ever really set out to do this, but it's where it landed. And I think it works well for us is that the kids have stuff, you know, like Monday through Saturday, Sunday, they, they tend to not have a chore, but Monday through Saturday, they each have a chore and they do those. And then on the weekend is like our chore day. So that's, that's the time where, we're going to, um, so one of the, uh, throughout the week, the kids do the dishes. So there's a day left over cause there's three kids. So Sunday we do the dishes okay. Saturday. I sweep and mop the floors. Um, you know, or I uh, do that on Sundays, Saturdays, Keely and I get our laundry caught up. And because we kind of sprint it out that way, the kids are kind of having their, you know, a little bit more of their downtime and free time. And Keely and I are able to, to do those chores 
when we don't have work on our plate. Because if we're trying to if we're trying to back and forth, it was it wasn't working because of that snowball effect. And so again, I don't know that we ever really set out to do that. Kids during the week, us on the weekends. But it, we kind of landed there, right. and it works really well for us. I think that's why we landed there because it, it was just you know working out. Uh, so making sure whatever the rhythm of your family is, getting getting that done. Uh, on the, on everybody's timetable that sort of makes sense. And we've negotiated with the kids about their, you know, when they're going to do their chores so that it all works out and everybody's able to get things done. Because when they don't, when we're all trying to do laundry on Saturday, yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it does not work. So another thing that is important on the weekends, and this, this is going to be counterintuitive here, but to leverage your weekend to make your weekdays more productive is to take time off on the weekend. It's, it is hard. It is challenging, especially the earlier on you are, if you're, if you've got a small business or you're an entrepreneur, whatever you're doing, it is so hard, especially at the beginning, but you've got to work that into your schedule. Or if you, if you've got the discipline and you can do it from the get go, but you have to take that downtime where, you know, you've heard us say all of these things that we do on the weekend. It kind of sounds like our weekend is just two more days of work. That's not like for the business. That's not all it is. You know, Saturday right. is our day that if we're going to go out as a family, it's going to be Friday night. Right. It's going to be Saturday. Um, Friday night Spend is... Spend time with friends or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, mo- you know, probably, ha- you know, two or th- so Fridays a month is pizza and a movie night with the kids where we just sort of chill out at the house and those, those kinds of things. Um, if we're going to work in the yard together as a family, uh, I know that sounds like work, but, you know, you know, more downtime, hobby type of thing, we can do that. Um, so if you make sure that you build in the time off on the weekend and focus on that, and like you, like you said, you've got that thing that's popping up and it's going, oh man, I've got a few minutes I can do this. Push back and say no, and don't do the thing. Take the time off so that during the week you just go, you just do the work knowing that Friday's coming. I used to try and like, I used to try and think if I worked a little bit on the weekends, it would give me a jump on the week. But the truth is, I wasn't really taking off the time in the week. So it it was just extending the work week for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think that happens to a lot of people because your task list will be never ending and it should be. Because mm-hmm. if you ever like get <laughs> rid of everything. you finish your to-do list, <laughs> you're out of work. Do, you're out of work. That's a problem. I've, yeah. I have to teach my team that. Like, no, we don't ever want to clear your plate, really. I mean, we do to give you more work, but man. Yeah. So that's the thing is, um, like she said, if you, if you think I'll do some work in on the weekend and swap it out for time off during the week, you probably won't. You probably won't. Because if, if you've set your week up in that way, uh, if you set up the expectation that the, you know, Monday through Friday is when you work or these hours are when you work, you're not going to more than likely swap out that time. You're just going to add on time. Yeah, you know, it's, the, it's the salary trap. Right? It's actually really surprising how quickly you can get stuff done if you'll just dedicate the time to do it. Yeah. So like when you sit and you're trying to cram in chores in a very small time, like before you go to work or after you go to work or whatever, I feel like if you just put your energy into doing all of that at once or in right. a few hours, you actually get it done way faster you're not spreading it out all day, and it does allow you to have that time off. It allows, because I mean, I know it sounds like, oh, you do all your shopping and planning and cooking and all this <laughs> crap over the weekend. How is this? Yeah. You know, but truthfully, we have hours to just kill. 
Oh, I yeah. feel like on Saturday and yeah. Sunday. I mean, no doubt, no doubt. We spend plenty of time, you know, getting the laundry done or caught up, um, getting getting the meal plans together, getting the shopping list together, going out either on our own or as a family to go shopping, whatever it is. Um, but it does not take over the whole weekend yeah, most right. of the time. Not Sometimes really. it does. <laughs> Sometimes it does. And that's fine. And, you know, that's fine. So while we're taking that downtime, that time off, there's something that you're better at than me. Is that getting creative? That's right. <laughs> Number four. And pursuing passions. I think it's, I think that what a lot of people have to do, especially if they're entrepreneurs, is they have to be willing to pursue their passions and be creative and do things that don't necessarily have a return on their money. Um, I mean, I was always taught to do that from my parents, but I know this is a huge struggle for entrepreneurs. And I know mm -hmm. it has been more difficult for me when I was building the business for sure. And I felt like I couldn't take any time off. But yeah. now that we have more space, I try to use time on the weekends to center myself and just do things that isn't for my business. Would it be fair to say do something that doesn't make you any money? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> You know, Sometimes like what I do hobby. does make me money because I work on um, our marriage blog or something like True. that. You know, um, so we used to do trash picking a lot. We haven't been as successful with it right now, but I still see that as a hobby. It was like me getting out and looking at all the pretty houses and picking crap up off the road to sell. So. Some, can we clarify that it's salvage? It was salvage. She's not rummaging sale. through garbage cans. It <laughs> no, people actually set out really nice stuff here. So. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important to just be creative. If you, if you have time to color, draw, journal, sing, you know, Austin picked up guitar recently again, that's a good time for him to play. Um, and just give yourself like the, the brain break. Yeah. Because then when you get back to work, you're going to be much more inspired. You're going to feel yeah. rested, but you're going to feel ready to go back to work. So we had a big vacation for two weeks. It was great. But then it was like, okay, it's time to get back and do our job now. I okay. haven't reached that point yet. Oh, you haven't? No. Uh, We've only been back for a day. We've been back for three days. I know, <laughs> I'm going. it's mostly been weekends. I've got like a couple more hours <laughs> before I have to go to bed and then wake up and go back. So, but that's okay. So yeah, take... Take the weekends to do something. And when I say something that doesn't make you money, what I mean is, you know, something that's just for you, something that's that's a creative outlet or that thing that you always want to do, but you don't have time during the week or, you know, whatever it is. If it's hanging out with your kids, like you said, journaling, writing, cre creating, you know, gardening, whatever your thing is, that um, is, is not your job, you know. And a lot of folks find uh, sort of flipping the script. You know, like I said, yard work, and some people are going, oh my gosh, why would you do yard work? Like, how is it? Well, because we sit at desks all day. Right. So for us, going on a hike or working in the yard, um, when it, you know, before it reaches 1,000 degrees here in Texas, um, <laughs> before all that can be fun and, and, it, and it is a distraction yeah. because it's not digital or websites or whatever. Right. You know, it's a different thing. But if your thing is physical labor, then, you know, like maybe your thing is, you know, sitting down and not read doing it, read a book or watch, watch a, show a show or, yeah, or build a website because that's your hobby when you're not uh, doing something <laughs> with your hands. I, you know, I don't know. So anyway, guys, um, those, those are just some, some ways that we've utilized the weekends to, to help us make our weeks more productive. So 
Let us know if you've got some input on that. Um, we would love to hear from you on, on, on how you're increasing your productivity. So guys, Empowering Productivity is a podcast that is a part of the Master Closet Studios network, and it is brought to you by R5 Website Management. If you're looking to take your online presence to the next level, whether that's your small business, your new business, your business that you haven't quite gotten going yet, or just your, your personal website, brand, or blog, whatever it is, we're here to help you. You can email us at contact at r5websitemanagement.com and we can help you get started going to the next level with your online presence. Until next week, get out there and start breaking those mental chains that are keeping you from producing.